Hey, you guys, welcome to the Maine and Magic podcast, where each episode we discuss a different aspect of Disney from vacation tips, Disney history, top fives, cast member interviews, and more. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode number two. I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll help you have the best possible Disney experience, whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney movies, shows, and books. And we're sure to make some new friends along the way. You can catch all the audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes and on apps like Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Just search for Main and Magic. You can also find us on Instagram at Main and Magic. And after the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. This week, I'm joined by my longtime friend and preferred Disney travel advisor, Katie Fisher, from Pictures and Postcards Travel. We sit down and ask, do you remember? As we reminisce about our earliest Disney park memories, we dive into our first impressions and experiences in the parks, what deeply impacted us, what we miss most, and silly moments that still stand out today. Just a few of the attractions we chat about are Mission to Mars, the Skyway to Fantasyland, the Frontierland Stunt Show, Spectro Magic, the Imagination Pavilion with Figment and Dreamfinder, Body Wars, the Great Movie Ride, Catastrophe Canyon, and Snorkeling with Sharks? So join us on the Red Car Trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first full-length episode of the Maine and Magic podcast. Today, I have my friend and our preferred Disney travel advisor, Katie Fisher, from Pictures and Postcards Travel here to get this thing kicked off. Hi, Katie. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. I'm so ready for this. I know. I can't wait. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, when I sat down to start like a topic calendar I was kind of struggling to choose the topic for the first episode despite having like basically 50 ideas already listed out so after after some thinking I kind of just decided it would be best to start at the beginning so today we are going to be talking about our very earliest Disney park memories and since Katie and I yeah since Katie and I both grew up east of the Mississippi, uh, that put us both at Walt Disney World for our own earliest trips. Um, And between Katie and I, we've got (laughs) a pretty varied experience, which we will get into. Um, But I will say this, this was kind of a, like, really fun to actually like I had to research and fact check my own <laughs> childhood. I pulled out all the old photo albums. Yeah, you know, I had digital camera, not digital. Yes, yes, yeah. Kids back in the day. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I actually had like a two and a half like three hour conversation with my parents and they were like in their photo albums and I was in my photo albums and we were like deep diving like back into our own history so um anyway um 
Katie, I'm actually going to start with you. Like, why don't you give us like the quick stats review of your first trip to Disney as far as like the year you went, how long you stayed, where you stayed, all that kind of like basic info. Uh, So the first time we ever went was August of 1993. Um, I was only 11 and I had to kind of remember a couple of things from pictures. So once I started looking at the pictures, all the memories just came flooding back. Um, but my, I have two sisters. Um, my sister Julie was 10. My sister Sarah was seven and we stayed at the Polynesian because back in the day, it was the only hotel that, um, you could fit a family of five in. So my parents saved for a couple of years and we got to stay in the Polynesian, which is, I think partially why in the back of my head, every time I have a preferred hotel, I always kind of go for the the more deluxe resorts, um, but it was an experience. It was different. It was nothing like we'd ever done before. We always did family vacations, but we would do you know a beach or something like that. So this was a lot different. We went for ten days, and oh my gosh, sure they really went it. for it, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in for all of it, yes. And it was. Uh, we did a lot. We actually, um, I think, we rented a car. I want to say they rented a car. That part I don't remember, which, you know, neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, it was it was a lot different than anything we had ever done before, waiting for the buses and riding the monorail from the hotel to the to Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. And I don't know. It was, did you um, – did you – what time of year did you go? August. It was hot. Oh, so you guys have all you guys, Katie and her family are crazy and they love to go during the hottest month of the year. I don't I do not understand this. We're from Buffalo, where fourteen years ago on Saturday, I think, Friday or Saturday, we had like six feet of snow in October. So yes, we went when it was hot. (laughs) So that that's cool. Like you went for ten days. I have never gone there for that long. I think our longest trip, like my longest trip ever was seven or eight days. So that's cool that you guys like totally, totally went for it. And had you Mm -hmm. now leading up to your trip, had this always been like a place that was on your radar as a kid? Nope, it wasn't. I mean, I, you know, we watched Disney movies and, um, I remember watching, you know, Aladdin when I was little and Lion King and Snow White was one of my favorite movies growing up. And, um, but I never, I don't know, I, being that young, I just, I guess we were so used to just the simple things of a beach vacation that you know, I guess you don't really think about it when you're that young of, I want to go to Disney World. And now it's, you know, that's all I think about is I want to go back to Disney World. Um, <laughs> now you're like, I'm not trying to go to the beach. I'm trying to go to Disney. <laughs> I don't want to go see Mickey. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess they didn't have, I mean, I remember there being commercials when we were younger, but I don't, like nothing, like, like now when I like now a Disney commercial on TV might as well be a Hallmark commercial. I'm like in tears. Yeah. I can't handle it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. The one with the little duckling and, you know. Yeah, no, I can't. The little McDonald's. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, just uh, change the channel because I can't handle it. <laughs> so, okay, so my experience is completely different. <laughs> so, 
because we have family in Florida, they live about two hours away on the Gulf side uh, in Venice. If anybody knows where that is, it's a, kind of a small town that has lived there like my whole life. So we went down there annually to go see my aunt and cousins. And, you know, eventually my grandma moved down there. So that was just like every year we would get in the minivan or the station wagon or the whatever the heck car we were driving that year. And they schlepped down to Florida for a week. And basically because they were just two hours away, it was like, we'll take a day trip over and go to the magic kingdom or Epcot every we had the full hotel experience. Yes. There was a couple of times that we went and stayed like on, like in Kissimmee or over on like international drive where we would go and stay for like two nights. And like, we would go to magic kingdom one day, Epcot one day, sleep one more night and then drive out to see the family. Um, And it, you know, it was a, it was a way that we could afford to go to Disney without going to Disney, like all the way with the hotels and all that stuff. So my first trip, <laughs> according to my parents, my <laughs> first trip was in 1984 in the early wow. part of the year. So I would not have even turned five yet. Uh, I obviously don't like, that's a little too early. I've, like a hand, maybe five whole memories from age four. (laughs) Yeah. But I do remember going probably 1986 is probably the earliest I remember going. So y'all are about to hear some, (laughs) some retro vintage. Yeah. Like don't do the math, please. And you know, I was thinking about this when I was doing this research the other day. Katie and I actually met in 2001 when we were on our Disney college program. I sold turkey legs. She sold ice cream. (laughs) Together we were a meal made in heaven. But we're like literally coming up on the day that we've known each other longer than we have not known each other. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So... That's where we are. But so, okay, so let's, let's kind of dive into this. Um, yeah. As far as like. I'm going to try not to cry. All I know, time. right? <laughs> Maybe this wasn't the best choice. <laughs> um, so when you guys went, did you fly down or did you drive? Yes. So my mom and dad save everything. And in the very first photo album, um, have, we have our tickets from our U.S. Air flight, which we were, it was a connecting flight, and we were served breakfast on it. Yes, I remember those days. Very, <laughs> um, so it was not our first flight. We had flown to uh, Myrtle Beach before, um, but this was our longest flight, so we did fly. And like I said, I think we, I want to say they were into the car, but I could be wrong on that memory. Um, not sure if they had, you know, a service drive us or if it was a car, if we rented a car, but, uh, yeah, it was and the one, of course my dad has a big old video camera too. So, you know, if we could, if we did a video montage of all this stuff, man, those, those shots would be something. But one of the very first things is, is my youngest sister, Sarah saying, come on, dad, it's hot. (laughs) 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 They're trying to get the perfect shot with, you know, the palm trees in the background. And, uh, yeah, but it was, (laughs) 
<laughs> so do you have a memory of like the first time you like when you pulled up to the hotel and like went inside? I do. So the hotel, and it's so weird because uh, my last vacation that I just went on in March, we stayed at the Polynesian again. So um, seeing it then and now, but it was, it was like the rainforest inside the hotel. And that was just amazing to me. Like there was live parrots inside and just this, this double story building and just everyone being so nice. And we got our lays when we walked in because you got the, you know, the Hawaiian feel, the Polynesian feel to it. And us with our matching, you know, matching outfits and fanny packs sitting for our first picture inside the hotel. And, um, (laughs) oh yeah, fanny packs, (laughs) but it was, I don't know, it was something. And then that first time of, you know, getting on the monorail to walk up to Magic Kingdom and you just see the castle, which was, it seems like it was further back than it actually is. Like if you look at pictures then to looking at pictures now, it was a focal point but it was almost like a hidden focal point. I don't know. It, it sounds weird. Yeah, no, it does. Like it, when you but... look at old photos, it does like the, the, the hub thing that they have going on now. I mean, I, I'm, I like it, but it is interesting to see like how the park, that part of the park was arranged. Yeah. You know, in the, in the early years compared to, but yeah, there is like nothing like the first time we ever stayed, like actually went to Disney for a vacation and like stayed in the hotel. And like, that was the, like, we, I remember my mom and dad being like, we're not even going to tell our family we're going to Florida. You <laughs> 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 know, just like two hours away because they wanted to just go to Disney and like do the Disney vacation. That was in 1996. So that was a couple years after you, but we yeah. stayed at Disney's Port Orleans Resort, and I remember just being like, I've never seen a hotel like this. You know, like, the Holiday right. Inn does not look like this. <laughs> right. So, it's I it's like, I'm in a hotel that looks like a city that I'm not currently in. In the morning, I'm going to go on a roller coaster. Like, I just it's just and you know what we never went to disney after that and didn't stay at a disney hotel oh, I've, I've, I've not stayed at a disney hotel one time and it was when i was an adult and was able to make my own decisions but um i would never do it again <laughs> it was convenient it was you know it was i shouldn't say convenient uh it was it was cheaper because we uh had friends give us their their uh timeshare so that's the only reason I agree to it is that's what made it cheaper but yeah I did not like that at all <laughs> although I will I should say our last two trips we stayed at the Wyndham Bonnet Creek but that's it's like basically still on Disney oh, property it's yeah, not it's, on Disney property. it's not themed or anything but it, it's like you said my dad got a like literally like half off it was like seven hundred dollars yeah, for a condo that. for the week you know yeah so right. but yeah like if we're you, you know we pretty much usually if we're going to disney like and i have a list a mile i mean we've stayed at a lot of hotels over the years yeah um but i still have you know i'm still working my way through the disney hotel challenge we'll just say that <laughs> yeah um I, I only have a handful left to stay at, but. <laughs> so, okay. Like, let's jump over to 
the parks. Um, I, I, we're going to start with Magic Kingdom because I have a feeling that this is going to be like the one that stands out the most to us where we would probably have the most memories. Um, yeah. Just oh, because well, it's like yeah. kind of, it has the most, I guess, attractions and the most shows and the mo- like there's just kind of like always crazy things going on there. But I definitely oh. remember because we were always like driving in going to the transportation and ticket center and parking the car and taking the tram over. And I, I feel like we usually took the boat to the park, which I always loved just cause I guess, cause I'm a Navy girl. So boats, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I just always loved that. And then like you get off the boat and you're just like in a complete, like you were just in a parking lot and now you're like, in like a fairy tale yeah like it's crazy the imagineers like totally know what yeah it it is you like literally get off you get off your transportation and you're in the bubble but nope not a care in the world so i don't i don't because i was so little i have no concept of like what my first experience of seeing the castle was i couldn't tell you (laughs) but you were old enough to remember I was, but I don't, like, I remember walking through the castle, and like I said before, it it was a lot different then than it is now. I mean, it was a lot different. So I remember actually walking through, and there was a gift shop inside the castle, and we did have dinner. I think it was the first visit, but we did have dinner in Cinderella's castle. Okay. Um, Oh, my gosh. First stop. I actually wrote this on my list. Do you remember the restaurant in the castle? for literally no reason, was called King Stefan Banquet Hall. Yes. King Stefan was the king in Sleeping Beauty. Why does he have a banquet hall in Cinderella's castle? And it's so funny because if you go to the D23 website and, like, look it up, it it literally, like, says that the Imagineers were like, yeah, we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't know why we called it that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was so funny right I still have never eaten in there I know that is blasphemous yes (laughs) but I remember that door too oh it's like I remember being little and my mom's like don't touch anything yeah everything in there like it was like you were actually if if a palace owned I had a gift shop that is what the palace gift shop would look like is what it was. It, and I mean, obviously, because you're in a castle. So it sounds, I mean, there was just, I remember crystal and glass being everywhere yeah. inside that castle. So for those of you so. that are kind of like, what is she talking about? So this <laughs> is actually, um, if you walk into the, the castle breezeway where like the, you know, mosaic story of Cinderella is, um, mm-hmm. there was an entrance in there. It, it, it's where the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is now located. And I believe it was called the King's Gallery. And it was, it was like, um, you know, I think it was supposed to kind of be like backstoried or themed as like a, the castle keep kind of like, like there was literally like life size, um, knight's armor in yeah. there and like right. swords and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like all kinds of like steamed, like 
actually like hundreds of dollars, you know, like one sword would cost $500. Um, and yeah, like crystal and gla- like blown glass and just all kind. It was, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, my mom, when we would go in there, she would, you know, be looking at my dad too. Like, don't you touch anything either. <laughs> but yeah, even after working there for years, I still have never eaten in the castle. So that's on my future list of things to do. But yeah, it used to no, be called King Stefan's Banquet Hall for just no random, no reason at all. <laughs> now everyone listening has a trivia question to go in and ask your Disney fanatics that you know. What was the restaurant called that was in the castle? What yes. it used to be called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, like, I do still get that feeling of, like, Main Street USA. In fact... When we worked there was the hundred years of magic, it was. Um, and our our name tag, instead of the city and state where we originated yeah. from, we actually would yeah. get a magical memory. And my I actually picked Main Street USA as my magical memory. See, I don't remember that name tag. I remember writing your favorite character. I had a character oh. that my name tag said Snow White on it. Okay. Yeah, mine was, I might, I might have gotten mine when I was working in merchantainment. So maybe they were doing it different for each yeah. different, um, like, cast role. But, like, the Emporium, just like I remember, like, being in the Emporium, like, at park close, like, trying to find a souvenir real quick. And yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, okay, let's, because I feel like, our default setting when we go into the park is to go to the left. But in this I'm one case, nowadays, but. yeah, right. In this one case, I'm going to go to the right and take us over to Tomorrowland. Do you have anything in Tomorrowland that you're like, I do. I okay. Do. Tell me. So one of them, so one of them's from the video is, um, you know, the video my dad took, if I talk about a video. Um, so being on Astro Orbiters, and I actually remember that. And so me and my sisters, I was always, always the one that had to sit by themselves. I guess it's because I could talk to a wall and carry on a hour and a half long conversation with it. Um, <laughs> so they were comfortable with me being by myself. But so I remember writing Astro Orbiters, but I actually remember Alien Encounter, which isn't there anymore. Um, no, and it, I remember the little alien that they transported and made to this little evil alien, but it was so cute. And actually when I was a cast member, I found that little alien and I still have it downstairs in my tote full of stuffed animals that I have nothing that I have no need for, (laughs) but I won't get rid of it because it's one of those like early memories from alien encounter. So that's really funny because. One of my memories is actually the ride that was there before Alien Encounter. Alien Encounter actually replaced this. And for anybody who's like, what's Alien Encounter? It's actually (laughs) the building where Stitch's Great Escape is. Well, Stitch's Great Escape is gone now, too. (laughs) That building has been through some changes over the the years. But the, the ride, and I had to like... I almost, I actually thought that I was misremembering this ride because I, 
for some reason, I, well, I originally thought it was at Epcot. And when I was going and doing my research to try to like find out for real what it was, or if I was remembering something from like a museum that I went to, I actually finally discovered, no, it was this ride in Tomorrowland. So there was this ride there called the Mission to Mars. And it was kind of like, it was like a long experience. Like there was a really long pre-show that was probably like 10 minutes. I do not remember any of the pre-show. Like I actually found a video of it on YouTube. Like shout out to people like your dad who did walk around with those big video cameras because now they're putting those videos on YouTube. (laughs) And it's helping us remember these things. So I did not remember the pre-show at all. I only remember the part where you go into the theater and it was basically the same. It was a round theater, but the seats were white. And I remember sitting in those seats and there was a, a, like a video screen on the ceiling <laughs> and it they made it look like you were like going on a mission to Mars so you would like get launched up into space and it would look like you were flying through space and then you know there was a you know there would be yeah. some like tech failure you know like the, there was there was a whole story to it but I remembered that and I've been thinking, I've like think about it all the time. And I always thought, oh, it's probably from some like planetarium or something I went to. But no, I found it. It was Mission to Mars at Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. And it, it closed. It actually closed in 1993. So you so my probably. My memory might actually be from my second visit then. But I remember, like, I, I can actually remember the whole, what's it called? That time, not time warp, but. When you move from one spot to the other, you know, the thing that's impossible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> teleportation. <laughs> really have it? That's yeah. Teleportation. <laughs> like, I remember that whole tubes and everything. Um, so that has been from the second visit then. Huh. But, I yeah. I definitely know the first visit was on uh, Astro Burger, so that's a, that's a for sure. Yeah, because, well, I know, well, we went, uh, when we went in 1996, when we, like, actually just did our Disney trip, we went on Alien Encounter. Yeah, I don't know exactly what year that opened. I just know that Mission to Mars closed in 1993. Like, I went and looked it up because I'm like, now I need to know everything about this ride because my memory, <laughs> like, I have this very specific memory of it, but, like, but only of, remember. Yeah, only of yeah. five minutes of the entire experience. Like, how, how did, I don't understand how I remembered that, like, sitting in a theater, but I completely forgot about, like, the 15-minute pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> and the pre-show was crazy because you would walk in, you walked into the building and there was like this wall of glass. And on the other side of the glass, it looked like a mission control room. And there was like an animatronic guy that would tell you all about the science that they were doing and how, what they were doing in this mission control room. For like 15 minutes, you think you would remember that? <laughs> no, I only remember, the, I well, I only remember the part about like going to Mars. <laughs> but so, yes. Do you have any, you, do you have another one from, or you said Astro Orbiter and Alien yeah, Encounter. That, I, mean, My, I mean, I I remember going on Spaceship Earth, but, or not Spaceship Earth, Wrong Park, um, Space Mountain, but 
Like, I don't, I remember it, but I don't remember it. I remember being you know, scared. I the elevators. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Like, that was kind of, I mean, that would have been basically my first roller coaster. So I remember, like, right. being a little kid, like, kind of being there. And back in the day, I'd, it, they didn't have seats. It wasn't seats in the in the sled things that you, in the cars that you ride in. It was, like, toboggan style. Like, my dad would get in, and then my mom would get in and sit yes. between his legs, and then the kids would get in. And I think there was, like, some kind of seat belt, like, over you, but it was, like, if you've ever, if anybody's ever ridden, like, the Matterhorn, I don't, and I don't even, I haven't been on the Matterhorn in years, so I don't even know if it's still like that. But, yeah, it was, like, toboggan style, so I I just remember being, like, is this legitimate? (laughs) (laughs) The other one, did did you, did you guys ride the Skyway, the Skyway to Fantasyland? I'm sure we did. I can, I, I, uh, you know what? I can't say for sure we did because my dad has a fear of heights. Uh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, if anyone's listening to this, we're going to torture him. But, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> um, so I, we might not have, we actually might not have gone on it. I, I, I don't remember doing it. This was like, I remember it, but yeah. I remember actually, going on it. Oh, I loved it so much. So yeah, it, it, there was, it would take you from Tomorrowland kind of near, um, near Space Mountain over to Fantasyland, actually where the Tangled bathrooms are now for, yeah. for many years. If, you know, if any of you guys, you know, had your first trip, like just a couple of years ago before new Fantasyland was complete, there was like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, kind of like empty, you know, it was a Bavarian looking kind of like lodge house. Yeah. Like was, up yeah. on this hill that just it was empty like for years. To it. <laughs> like a decade. Uh right. it was not being used. That was the on off point for the fantasy land portion of it. But oh mm-hmm. my gosh, the views from up there were so awesome because you it took you kind of down that main drag, like you would go over um, the cars, uh, the Grand Prix thing, and then around the Mad Tea Party, and then kind of basically down the middle of the road that runs through Fantasyland. So you'd have like, you'd have you know, Small World on one side and Peter Pan on the other. So you're like mm-hmm. going right over the walkway. You can like look down and see people walking around. And it, it actually took you over the, the 20,000 leagues under the sea lagoon. I do remember that. Which yes. is where the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is now. But because when you come around that corner, like you can see the castle and you're like up in the air. Oh, it was so cool. I love that ride so much. I was so sad when remember, they took it out. Do you remember Mickey's Toontown Fair and going into Mickey and Minnie's house and Donald's boat? And they, there actually was a stage show. So I'm moving out of Tomorrowland. Sorry. Oh, um, no, no. Yeah, that's, it was let's right do it. Door, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was like trying to think because I know like going from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland, but in between the two back then, back then, um, 
Mickey's Toontown Fair, and you could go there. The stage show had Darkwing Duck. Oh yes. In it, um, and then you can actually walk through Mickey and Minnie's house and Mickey's oversized shoes on, you know, at the base of his bed. Uh, walk through Donald's boat, and uh, I don't know. I, I that was probably thinking about it. That's probably one of my most vivid memories of Magic Kingdom is walking through those houses. And and looking at pictures and being able to like see everybody and so now you have to stand back behind the photographers. Back in the early nineties, there was no photo pass. So you had to take your own pictures and you have all these random people that are in your shots because they could just come they're in your picture. There was no waiting behind the line. (laughs) And I don't actually remember meeting a character until we went in nineteen ninety six. Because we, when we went that year, my parents wanted to do the whole thing. So we, and I don't know who told them about it, or maybe we read it in one of the brochures or whatever about character breakfasts. So they booked mm-hmm. us a character breakfast at Chef Mickey's. And that was like, I mean, you know, as cool as your yeah. as your teenage children try to be, <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we might as well have been five. <laughs> yeah, and see, so you with the castle, not ever eating in the castle. It wasn't until last year that, for the first time, I ate at Chef Mickey's. I have never eaten at Chef Mickey's until then. And did you eat there because I? mention it every time we speak. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> I think that's one of the last character meals I had to do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I love that. It was good though. <laughs> of course my son when we go, I'm like, you can get anything you want for breakfast and he picked gummy bears and M and M's. Well, we're in Disney, it's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't necessarily rem. I mean, I remember that from the '90s. I don't know when they actually put Toontown in. I don't think it was there in the '80s. Um, yeah, that I don't know. But and Fantasyland was completely different. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. It has changed different. so much over the years. But one of my I was almost inconsolable when they took out Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. This, when I think about rides at Disney, the first thing that comes to my mind always is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I don't know why that ride, like, <laughs> I know. It, it's every time, like, just, it was a must do every single time. And I, I think it was, I think it was because it was so, it was a dark ride, but it wasn't a dark ride like Snow White Scary Stories or like The Little yeah. Mermaid. It it was like this crazy like hyper wild ride. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, it was a wild ride. <laughs> and I think the portion there's certain portions of it that you know would have like made you jump so like the part where it looks like you're gonna crash into the train like when you're a six-year-old that's 
you know, <laughs> kind oh, of yes. terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have yeah. stories regarding terrifyingness when we get to uh, MGM Studios. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was also the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland was is a, a little bit different. Uh, so the one at Magic Kingdom and Disney World had two tracks, and there was one part of the ride where it looked like you were going to crash into the car that was on the other track. So there was like, you know, and, and both sides of the, both tracks were slightly different. Like there were scenes on track A that were not on track B and vice versa. So mm-hmm. it was like, depending which one you went on, you could get a slightly different ride. And like, I, I just remember like being in the car and like, Oh man, I just love that ride so much. Like, and I was always like sitting with my dad, so he was probably he was probably egging me on for all I know. <laughs> but that's like, you know, it's no, it's not princesses, guys. It's the spastic toad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember like the deep dark earliest memories I have is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride I loved it so much <laughs> I mean you, I remember it but I don't remember it that vividly I remember it yeah I don't know I mean well I, sh- I should also say I watched that movie too like a bajillion times this is, I don't know why my parents let me watch these things. If you go right now, <laughs> I don't know if that's, if it's on Disney Plus, but if it is, if you go look up uh, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. So it's like an hour and some minutes long. The first part is the story of Mr. Toad. It's two separate stories. The other one is Ichabod Crane, the Headless Horseman. But I was like obsessed with both of them. So I think like I had seen the mo- the movie. And then, like, now I was actually getting to watch the show, like, go on the ride that had to do with the movie. Yeah, it became a reality. So it was, like, the one story I had seen on the TV that also had a corresponding ride because Sleeping Beauty didn't have a ride. Like, and I remember watching that when I was a little kid, and Cinderella didn't have a ride, you know. Mm-hmm. So the the rides that really were standing out to me from being a little kid, the other one is Peter Pan, which is another must do. Oh yeah. I will my my personal limit for waiting in line for a ride is two hours, but if I have to <laughs> I, I will wait that long for Peter Pan. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, we go on it every year. That's something when we've I I cannot I we've never not gone on Peter Pan when we go to Disney. So I mean, I remember I mean, going in Small World and, yeah, you know, I mean, I love all of the rides, you know, but when I Absolutely. went, like, the ones that, like, get me all yeah. revved up. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I also remember 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I do, too. I remember going on it. Like, yeah. You know, I mean... I don't remember it in detail, but I remember going on it. The part that I remember the most is the like when you would go past the divers. Mm-hmm. That, that was and there, I think there was a mermaid down there. I think you're right. I remember going onto the submarine, like because it was kind of like a weird mm-hmm. way you had to. I mean, you like walk down onto 
there's like a long bench and you're just like sitting in front of a porthole. It was like, it, it was an interesting, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like an interesting loading scenario for that ride. Yeah. That's all gone now. It's filled in mm-hmm. and it's seven dwarfs mine train, which mm-hmm. I've heard is wonderful. It, it, and I have not it been is. on it. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a pretty, as far as, you know, one of the, I guess you can consider it's not a true mountain of Magic Kingdom, but it is a roller coaster nonetheless, and it is pretty cool. They did a good job with it. And they, so here's um, all of the, at the end of of, of, uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, there's a scene from Snow White where Snow White is dancing with Dopey, and, uh, those characters, those animatronics, they actually took and recycled them, if you will, from Snow White Adventures when that used to be the actual attraction in Fantasyland. Yeah. So they, they reused all those animatronics, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, uh, you, you know, when they decided to take that Snow White, Snow White ride out, it's almost like a little bit of panic, like you're taking the original... I mean, what are you that's like the original princess, the original Disney movie, the original everything. So I'm glad that they replaced it with something else that was Snow White. Something else Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. These Imagineers, I tell you. <laughs> but yeah, that, that whole, I mean, I, I'm like, it, it's, it is exciting to see now like Gaston's Tavern and, oh yeah, you know, I mean, the Tangled bathrooms are the prettiest bathrooms in the whole park i'm glad there's not just an empty bavarian chalet up on a hill that does not have any you know meaning in the park anymore um but yeah like it's funny like these you know the skyway and the mr toads they're the ones that stand out to me, even though I have all these other rides that I've been riding for decades. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ones they took away where I'm like, ah, oh. except but for the, when like, we get over to Adventureland. <laughs> yeah, that's all the same. But all these things that are different from when we went as kids, like if you think about like your nephew and my nieces and nephews and my son, like going now, when they're our age, they're going to be talking about this stuff. Like, do you remember when we used to go on that thing called Seven Dwarf Mine Train? You know, yeah. Like it's it's just these memories that just keep getting passed down. And I don't know. Yeah, my dad. When I I when I was fact checking my childhood, I was on the phone with my <laughs> parents for like hours, and my dad was like, "I remember." He was telling me he remembered like riding the monorail, and they like over to the magic kingdom and like there was like bushes that they had it it almost sounds like what they do at flower and garden festival like topiaries mm-hmm. so he was like telling me he remembered seeing like these topiaries that were like in the shapes of things and like y'all he went in the 70s so he went during the ticket like the e-ticket d-ticket ticket. right <laughs> he was lamenting that he wishes he had a booklet of those like just laying around somewhere in perfect condition <laughs> so he could right retire to a castle in france or something <laughs> um but uh okay so let's move over to 
Frontierland. Do you have anything like just screaming to be discussed in Frontier in Frontierland? I mean, Splash Mountain is a staple. I definitely remember going on that, being in the front row, and all three of us squeezing in on the front row, going down that hill, not knowing what you're going to expect. But I mean, nothing really else. That's I mean, yeah. I don't know if this. I I remember waiting in line too. <laughs> line. Oh man. We have a running joke in our family about Pecos Bills <laughs> because we always started on the left. Like we would hit, mm-hmm. you know, Jungle Cruise, Pirates, da da da. Yep. And like by the time it was lunchtime, we would just be like in Frontierland and we just would. It was just what was there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, you know, so now it's kind of like, ha, ah, where are we going to eat for lunch? You know, okay, yeah, what time should we meet mm-hmm. you at Pecos Bills? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we have never gone to Magic Kingdom and not, not eaten there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which always put us at Cosmic Rays at dinner time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure there's people that are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, we do it the exact opposite. We eat at Cosmic Rays at lunch and then we eat at Pecos Bills at dinner. But yeah, I, that's like pretty much, you know, burgers at Pecos Bills is pretty much seared into my, into my collective memory. But do you remember, I don't, I don't know if this would have even been there. I actually did go online and try to see if I could find a date for when it ended. But there used to be, (laughs) this is going to blow your mind if you don't remember it. There used to be a Frontierland stunt show. I do not. I did find a video that the latest video I could find was dated from 1994. This was definitely happening like in the mid and late 80s. In the very early nineties, I don't I don't know what year it ended. But this it was basically like kind of street street atmosphere actors, if you will. So like you'd be like mm-hmm. rolling through Frontierland and all of a sudden this, you know, quote unquote bandit with a rifle. <laughs> it it obviously wasn't a wasn't a real rifle, this stunt prop, but would start, you know, hollering about something and like he would get guests involved in whatever crazy scheme he was like doing. And then like the sheriff would show up and, you know, something would go down and like the bandit would run away and he would meet with his other bandits on the roof <laughs> of the like frontier, like the mercantile and the frontier land area, like yeah. all those frontier land. And they would be like, shooting at each other on the roof <laughs> and like running and jumping down and like I mean it was a stunt show but I I remember watching this this was another one of those like did I really see that and then when I was like doing research online I saw I found a bunch of videos on YouTube again thanks to the guys like your dad <laughs> but yeah I re I re obviously that is like not politically correct 
anymore. And <laughs> nope. This is how we rolled in the eighties, guys. <laughs> um but yeah. We all turned out okay. Yes, we did. <laughs> but I, I should I'll see if I can find a really good video and I'll like link to it in the show notes because Yeah. Your your yeah, mind yeah, will be blown. Seeing a, maybe seeing a video of it it'll well click something up there. <laughs> yeah, that was that that's my big one from from I did always love um Country Bear Jamboree. Cause I think liver lips is hilarious. <laughs> liver lips. We got to meet liver lips when we went in March or in February, no March. When we went in March, James yep. met liver lips and got his autograph. Yeah. They've, I feel like they've been walking around more than they, they did, have yes. in previous years. Yeah. I had never, cool. I, I don't ever remember seeing him walking around and there he was walking around and like let's go get our autograph and picture with with liver lips and yeah because we saw him too and my nephew like ran up and hugged him which at first <laughs> there was he was with another he was with another one um I forget which one and like that one just like showed up and my nephew turned around like because he didn't know what was there and he like freaked out and he ran away and then like he you know they were like waving at him or whatever and he ran over and <laughs> hugged liver lips but um, yeah, they've been out a lot more. I don't ever remember mm-hmm. them being around, like, even in the 90s, like, when we were yeah, going. Yeah, I don't characters ever walking around like that. I know, because we have pictures, um, the, the uh, Liver Lips and one of the other bears from the Country Bear Jamboree, actually two of them, were in the 3 o'clock parade on Main Street. Oh, um, I do not remember yeah. that. I don't either. I saw it in a picture (laughs) and Br'er Fox and Br'er Rabbit were also in the parade yeah I I have seen photos of them in in parades um I don't again like I don't specifically remember them being in any of the parades but how about Liberty Square I I remember one time waiting in line at night to go on Haunted Mansion and I I was trying to scare the crap out of my brother. Um, so I was probably like nine, which would have made him like five or six, depending what time of the year it was. And just being, just kind of being like, you know, at the end, the ghost like takes over your body. Like, the most evil thing you can say to a toddler. <laughs> like a little kid. Yeah. I, I remember being kind of scared of that ride too like a little nervous to go on it i don't mm-hmm. but i'm i'm still that way like i'm like haunted houses scare the crap out of me let's go oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course yeah. like last but not least adventure land so i remember being on the jungle cruise and of course my dad taping the whole thing and the captain of the boat making, uh, we'll say heckling, heckling my dad when we got to the back side of water. He said, oh, look, he's taping it. And everyone on the boat just started laughing. Like, yes, my dad taped the back side of water. Um, and we have it on. Like, it's one of those things that you watched on video. Why Why would you take the back of the waterfall? I mean, first of all, we live in Buffalo, so we have Niagara Falls. Like, we've seen a waterfall. But... <laughs> Apparently, Disney waterfalls are different. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like, I mean, been on that ride so many times. I, yeah, I don't have like any specific standout memories from that one. I do remember, um, another ride that I've always loved is Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and I do remember the first time that I remember going on it, I was probably six. So it's probably like 1986. That first hill, like you kind of go up and then it puts you down that first hill. Like mm-hmm. I remember going down that first hill and being like, oh my God, like we're on a roller coaster. Like this is about, like, is the, yeah, like <laughs> we're just sitting in this boat. I remember like being scared, like what's going to happen with the rest of the ride? Is there going to be a big drop yeah. at the end of the ride? But obviously it wasn't. And, you know, once I got off the ride and realized, like, that was it, I was like, that was the best ride ever. And, like, (laughs) so, yeah, that that one's always been, you know, top five favorite. You know, once I knew I wasn't going to (laughs) die, my parents hadn't, like, led me into some, like, strange situation. Um, I was, like, all about that ride. So it's cool now, like, that's, you know, with the movies and they've kind of, like, inserted Jack Sparrow. Because that was the first original Disney ride that they made into a movie. So now, so, you know, uh, now you're kind of going backwards. Like, usually it was a movie made into a ride and now it's the other way around. So that that was, I I, I love all the, like, Jack Sparrow stuff in there. And I think it's really cool. And, you know... Back then, there was like the the auction, the redhead auction. Yes. And the part, um, like the rioting scene, it used to be the pirates were chasing the women around the houses, and now they have it flipped around where the women are chasing the pirates around. Again, like we've updated some of our political over the years (laughs) so i also remember back then so there were two parades which now there's only the three o'clock parade but there's spectrum magic and i can remember at night we sat for at least two hours like to get a good seat and watching spectrum magic and getting mickey bars and sitting and watching the parade and it was one of the like yeah, the Spectrum Magic's not there anymore, but of course. And then we had to sit there also for a 3 o'clock parade. We got there at like 1 to get our good seat right on Main Street on the curb. And there was no moving. Like you were right up on the curb sitting waiting for the parade. It was eating a Mickey bar for the first time, watching the parade. That was pretty. I don't have any specific memories of watching the 3 o'clock parade. What time was the three o'clock parade at? Until I was older. (laughs) Um, But I do remember seeing Spectro Magic and Main Street Electrical Parade. Main Street Electrical, yep. Yeah, Um, we changed it for a little bit. Yeah. I do remember that too. Um, Because I specifically remember the Pete's Dragon Mm -hmm. um, float. Yeah. I don't even remember. I know I have seen that movie. I don't remember what it's about. I don't, I just, I know, whatever. When I was a little kid, like I 
again, saw the movie and then I saw the dragon in the parade and I was like, oh my God, it's Peace Dragon. Yeah. You know, I need to like rewatch that movie. But yeah, I specifically remember and um, Cinderella in like her coat, but it was like, yes, but with lights (laughs) everywhere. It was. And her dress was like lit up, which was crazy to me. Yes. No, it absolutely was. It was really cool. And then, and then of course the slow, tired, and probably a little bit hangry walk back out of the park. Oh my <laughs> but yeah, oh man, yeah. stopping in the Emporium. I still, I remember like I got a Bambi stuffed animal, which my mom probably fought me on because why do you need another stuffed animal? Another stuffed animal. Um, which we still have. She uses it as a Christmas decoration for this sleigh thing she has. And she has all these little reindeer. And so we still have that. So I stand firm on my choice. (laughs) (laughs) Probably gotten the most use of any stuffed animal ever. Um, But yeah, I remember getting that, like rolling out of the park and like, and why again, Bambi's like not, it's, I mean, it's not a terrible movie. I don't not like it. Yeah. I love watching it. I uh, five years old. Why Bambi? Bambi. I have no idea why that was the animal at that time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think honestly, my biggest though, when it comes to Magic Kingdom, I'm like, you know, there's all the attractions, and you got Splash Mountain. You have all your. My biggest Magic Kingdom memory of anything of anything I I couldn't tell you anything I've I've bought or my. Back then, my parents bought me as a souvenir. My biggest souvenir from Magic Kingdom was when we went our second time in 97. And my dad went to go get us pretzels because we were sitting waiting for the stage show, of course, hours early, because that's what you do. And he was in the right place at the right time. And a cast member asked him if it was our first time ever in Disney. And, of course, it wasn't. And it was for the 25th birthday. And we got to be on stage for the celebra the, the celebration stage show and like looking the opposite way down Main Street. Oh, you know, cool. It was I mean, honestly, I could try and remember going on Space Mountain for the first time. That's my biggest memory is being on stage and goofy waving at the camera because still in ninety seven we have the big old camera walking around with us. <laughs> goofy waving right into my dad's video camera while we're on stage. It was just awesome. Like that's probably right there is, you know, just everything about Disney right there for me. No, oh, I loved the 25th anniversary. I loved that cake castle. I know this is a mm-hmm. very contentious. <laughs> this is a very contentious topic. The The castle cake, but I was about it. (laughs) So cool. So that's Magic Kingdom. I mean, I feel like we could talk about Magic Kingdom all day. All day. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move over to Epcot. I'm going to, like, full disclosure, I remember when I was a kid being like, why? Yay, country. Yes. Why are we going to Epcot? 
why are we wasting our money on this park when we can go to Magic Kingdom? Like, just, and of course, now I'm just like, (laughs) just leave me at Epcot. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Like, should we just get day by day tickets, you know, one for each park, or do we, should we get a park hopper? And I'm always like, we have to get a park hopper because I have to always be able, like, I have to always be able to have access to Epcot. (laughs) Yep. But Epcot in yeah. the 80s was not, it it there was, was a hot mess. It was, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. Like, I will say, like, Spaceship Earth is, like, legit and awesome always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I think the for that. Yes. But a <laughs> lot of the other rides that existed in Future World were, like, the same kind they were like basically the exact same so i will probably get hate mail for this <laughs> but horizons was the same i mean it was a slow dark ride yes the storyline mm-hmm. was different but it felt the same to me as like which is probably why I only remember like very small portions of it. Do you even do you remember that ride? I don't even remember it. No. Yeah, because it was I, I know the it was same. There, but I don't remember <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and like that didn't even like that was there. Uh, it closed in '99, so you know you guys would have already gone, you know, twice maybe more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was the same. World of Motion, it was about, like, cars and airplanes and, like, transportation stuff. And it was a slow-moving dark ride. <laughs> it, it just mm-hmm. it, it felt the same. Uh, it, it just was, you know. So I, again, and I, ha- I remember the, the part of World of Motion that I remember is the first, like, 30 seconds of the ride. You would like board your little car, and there was a part where it would go outside of the building for a minute, and it almost like the TTA, and uh, you would you would be outside, kind of raised up a level, and you would be able to see Spaceship Earth, and then you would go back into the building, you know, for the rest of the. That's the part I remember. (laughs) 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 I, you know. Eh. Yeah. Captain EO was weird. Do you remember that one? I so I remember it, but I remember it because they brought it back for a while. They did. Yes, they took it away. Seeing it. Yeah, I remember. So it's funny because that was the one thing I wrote down was not so much. Honey, I shrunk the audience because I remember that stupid snake under your seat. But (laughs) I remember. My probably one of my absolute favorite, and I have it on tape. Thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> uh, is the pre-show, which was a co- sponsored by Kodak um, about imagination and using your imagination, and the song that was playing to it was True Colors, and it's probably one of my favorite songs. And every time I hear it, I tear up because every time I hear True Colors. I think of the Kodak Imagination pre-show, which is the pre-show to Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. It was super weird that those were like paired together, but that is 
Like that's what I remember from that. No, I know. I that was. I feel like we maybe we should do a show that's like top five pre-shows. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that one too. And I was almost more sad to lose the pre-show than to lose yes. the Honey I Shrunk. The I agree, absolutely. So that was probably one of the best pre-shows. I'm with you on on that one. Um, and of course. Right next door to that, the original imagination figment, uh, imagine, bleh, I can't talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Journey into the imagination. Journey into the imagination. Yeah. Uh, so I remember that. And the after show and image works, and I, I, we were talking about this, is um, you have the dream finder that tells you to go and explore an image works. And we, on video, um, and I actually do remember it. It was one of the green screen um, things where we're standing there looking like a bunch of fools is <laughs> 11, 10, and 7 um, with our hats. My Well, my hat that's way too low. And we're just running in place. And all these people that are in the, out in the audience see us. We're running on a train and the burglar's chasing us because we're running against them. Like, what do we have to do? What What are we supposed to be doing right? Oh, we have to run. Okay. But I remember that. And then I remember meeting the dream finder. And he's saying to me, Figment ate my hair. <laughs> quote, unquote. Not really. But, you know, he like, you know, as a little kid, he, he like ate the top of my head. And the dream finder sang uh, a song to me when I met him. And I remember him. And I think that's, that's uh, probably one of the first one of my loves for figment came from that. Yeah. I definitely remember like loving figment, like from day one. So when they're yeah. like every once in a while, when there's a rumor that they're like getting rid of figment, I'm like, I will, I will fly there. Like do not. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. anything, get rid of one of the countries. Don't get rid of figments. <laughs> yeah, I and I I did always love uh, the um, the energy pavilion. Like I I mean I think all little kids love dinosaurs, so mm-hmm. it you know it's just cool to like oh, ride oh, through, yes. and it had that smell, like that Rome burning smell. I don't. It was like yes. this like mossy burning so, i don't know <laughs> full full honesty here uh in the amount of years i've gone to disney i don't think i've ever stayed awake for universe of energy i remember <laughs> it but it was always the best nap <laughs> <laughs> nice and air conditioned in august it, when you're there yes <laughs> it was a great little like half hour nap i do remember it though i'm sure i stayed awake at least once but yeah do you remember body wars Oh my gosh, that ride was nauseating. They raised the temperature inside of the little thing. So Body Wars, anyone that's been to Disney and doesn't remember Body Wars, but you do know what Star Tours is at MGM. Um, Body Wars was exactly like Star, exactly like Star Tours, where the way that the ride was. Um, yeah, it was like a simulated. Right. Yeah. But you had to go in and you had to like try and find the infected splinter to get it out. And they shrunk you down and you go in through, I think, the nose or the eye or something like that. But 
inside of the cabin, they raised the inside of the cabin, the temperature to 98.6. So it actually felt like you were inside the human body. Yeah, I I did not love that ride. (laughs) I don't know when it opened. Um, I don't necessarily remember it from when I was a little kid, but I do. I do remember going on it like in the 90s for sure. But I did. I felt like it was too rough and like it just made Mm me it just made me feel nauseous. I didn't I did not love it. I remember it for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it. Oh. Oh my goodness! Remember it. The other one, the 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 biggest thing for me, my absolute total love, always, forever, until the end of time, was the Living Seas. Worth the yeah. price of admission. Could have just yep. went to Epcot and done that, and saw Figment mm-hmm. and left. <laughs> um, That's all you need. They're right there next to each other. So, Ish. just the whole thing. And if you didn't go before, like, 1998, maybe, you wouldn't have gotten the whole, the whole experience. So, like, you, you, the entrance was, you go in the same entrance, but when you went in, there was, like, a pre-show movie where they kind of talked about, like, how the Earth formed and how the oceans came to be. Um, if anybody remembers the video, like the ladies, like, and it rained and rained and rained. And after this pre-show, you would get in the hydrolators. Do you remember this? Yes. yes oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, wink, wink, an elevator that was going to take you down to the bottom of the ocean. Yes. So there was like yeah. these walls and it looked like bubbles were going up, you know, like the, mm-hmm. it looked, the bubbles were going up. So it looked like you were going down, but really you weren't moving at all. And then like they'd open the other side of the elevator yeah. and you would walk <laughs> out, <laughs> you would walk yeah. out and you would get into a C cab, which would then go like mm-hmm. not very far. It was a really short ride, but like, so you'd sit in this. Not finding Nemo. Yeah, no, you would sit in this little sea cab and like the aquarium was like all around you and you yeah. kind of go. Gosh, I forgot about that yeah. until you just said that. And yeah. then you would get off the sea cab and you would be in sea base alpha and yeah. you could walk around and you could, you know, see in all the different parts of the aquarium and like if you were lucky, there was like this. There was a big tube in Seabase Alpha, and, like, if you were lucky and you got there at the right time, the diver would come down into the tube, and they'd take the water out of the tube, and the diver would come out. Oh, like, my six-year-old brain could not handle it. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, like, for all the time that you knew me, I was majoring in marine biology because i was gonna go like rescue sea turtles i was just gonna say (laughs) (laughs) which i did when i was in virginia but like i was just like about it like i i don't even care about circle vision in france mom just like can we just be here all day oh my gosh i I do love the seas with Nemo and friends, but it doesn't have, it's not the same. 
Um, no. So, yeah, like around 1998, they, like, the, the ride had had previously been sponsored, um, and, like, the, they ended the ter- term with their sponsor. So they changed it to where, like, you didn't have to go in the hydro later. You could just bypass all of that stuff, and you can go right into the sea base. And they closed down the sea cab ride, and it just, like, changed a lot to, like, where people were – it, it, it kind of just became an aquarium. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. that they did put something else in there because I think Finding Nemo, like, has a really good message, and it still gets kids interested in, like, what kind of fish is that and oh, yeah. all those we things. Spend, but we, we honestly spend a good at least hour in there when we go. Yeah, yeah. Just – yeah. Um, and that I have not done any tours at Disney except for I've done the dive quest tour there three times. So I've been diving in the tank. Um, so That's if awesome. you, yeah, if you can go when, if you can take your kid on that ride during a time when the divers are in the tank, like that's really fun for them to see. And it's fun for the divers. You can call your travel agent to find out what times the tours are at. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was, I mean, like, that was the only, that was like the main, that and Figment were like the two things that mm-hmm. had me loving Epcot. Because then it was, the World Showcase always kind of felt like a separate park to me when it I was did, a kid. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but the, all I had was Maelstrom. The Maelstrom and um the uh the Grand Fiesta the boat ride in in Mexico. Um so like that was fun, but then like the rest of the world showcase oh, yeah. like all the circle visions. I, I remember my dad being like not feeling good watching them. And also oh gosh, because yeah. it is circle vision, you have to stand. So when you're seven you don't want to stand for fun. 20 minutes. Of course, right. now I have an appreciation for how they got that mm-hmm. footage, especially when you watch some of the, like, documentaries and stuff on Disney Plus, and, mm-hmm. like, you see they basically set up, like, think of your dad's video camera, only, like, there's like 10 the, of them, yeah. and they all have to be yeah. timed perfectly, and if one of them, like, loses its film, they have to completely do the whole thing over yeah. But, like, I did not have that appreciation when I was six. I wanted to go yeah. on a ride. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> right. And it's a lot different now, too. Like, going, if you go to, to Disney now with kids, I mean, yeah, sure, the World Showcase is still the World Showcase. Like, they still have that. But it's definitely, they've done a lot to it to kind of make it more appealing to little kids now. Yeah, they, they had like the 90s. They, and that's not a lot, but there's some there's something for little kids now. Yeah, I feel like that all started in, in during like the Millennium Celebration. Mhm. Um the parade. That I feel like Epcot really like the late 90s. I feel like Epcot really started to like kind of like find its identity, if you will, in the whole mm-hmm. like theme park situation that's happening at Walt Disney World and um, because it, if you go back and just do any like basic research on Epcot in the eighties, it was very, there was so much random stuff like 
shows that didn't make any sense and you're like I can't yeah, even yeah. believe this existed at Disney like I don't right. and you know when Michael Eisner came in he was like why do we not have any Disney characters in Epcot like because people weren't going and mm-hmm. he you know so he was kind of the one that was like get Mickey in a spacesuit like we need characters in Epcot because nobody's going nobody gets it they don't know what it's about and I feel right. like finally, and yet every person still came out of there tired. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I, I didn't, you know, I mean, there was like the show in American Adventure too, but like the rest right. of it. But yeah, now they had like so the kid caught things, and like you could make yeah. things in each country, and yeah. they've had they've added like passports and um, mm-hmm. get a henna tattoo in Morocco. Yeah, like there's little activities they can do, and mm-hmm. yeah. I, so I, let me ask you this: when when you're doing your research, has anybody ever sat through the Norway show that was after Maelstrom? We did. did oh my gosh! Did you? We did. We not, never did. Not every time. We like did. I remember doing it one time, and then like every time we went after that, we never it watched it again. Out. Yeah, it felt so bad. They actually changed it, so now it's that it has a frozen feel to it. But uh, yeah, it's like it, that was just the thing. Is everybody just like kind of feel bad? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because there's always a cast member in there just like, yeah, nobody's going to watch this. <laughs> I'm getting paid to talk to no one. Um, but yeah, I I do also remember on the Mexico, uh, in the Mexico pavilion, like going on that boat ride and like you go by the restaurant, always mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, I want to eat in that restaurant. Like what a cool restaurant. And like finally... A million years later, when when we weren't such picky eaters, my parents were like, "Let's right. eat at the Mexico restaurant." Yeah. yeah, and 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 actually, to this day, I I think that is probably my favorite restaurant at Epcot. At Epcot, um, I do love the restaurant in France. Um, See. I know it's going to sound weird because, again, Buffalo, Canada, we're neighbors. We're, like, right there. Uh, I love <laughs> the yeah. I mean, it has nothing yeah. to do with the fact that it's the only place I can get cheddar cheese soup. It has nothing to do with that. And, I don't know, I'm a, I love my steak, and it's an awesome steakhouse. And I guess maybe part of it's the fact that it is kind of sort of like being home, like it gives that home feel to it. If that makes any sense, but well, and a lot of it's oh, like comfort actually, food. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But I will. So when we went in February this year, um, we ate at uh, um, the Hibachi Grill in Japan. That was good. Yes, Capanetto. I keep. I keep. Yeah, Capanetto. Um, I keep hearing about that, and I. Like I need to make yeah, that happen. Did it? It was a. It was probably one. Even my my brother-in-law, who is as picky of an adult is as I was as a child, uh, <laughs> this is really good. This is probably one of the best meals I've ever had. Like, wow, you're actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I. That's on my list for sure. And I, I'm like, I'm surprised actually because my brother is. Like he would like that kind of food, and I don't know how we've been all these times and not 
and never eaten there. And not eaten there. But I think, well, now we now that we're traveling with a child again, <laughs> you kind of have to, you know, make, sh- yeah. Yeah, make sure that they're going to have something there and you're not going to end up mm-hmm. with an angry an angry kiddo, but, um, yeah, 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 I, I will, this is not from my first trip, but in, in early trip, we ate at the, at what used to be called Alfredo's at the Italy pavilion. And like every single trip after that first time we ate there, we would, we would, make a reservation for that restaurant because the fettuccine alfredo was like heavenly and they took it out i don't know what year it was but it was replaced with some other restaurant and i <laughs> and I, apparently we've been on like a decade long strike against that italy pavilion because they <laughs> took that restaurant out <laughs> um i forgot it's that is it maybe the pizza place napoli it's uh, um, Viennapoli, yeah. Yeah, and I keep hearing, like, great things about that place. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, even my mom is like, I'll never eat there again. <laughs> 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 I don't want to eat in the Italy Pavilion unless I'm eating at Alfredo's. And I'm like, that's yeah. how I feel because that, oh, my gosh, this was like, I mean, you know, they'd bring you a plate and it was just, it was all butter and parmesan mm-hmm. cheese and it was the it was fattening <laughs> oh my god so good Sounds i dream amazing. about I'm it at hungry. night oh oh my goodness but okay so you um let's pop over because i know okay so animal kingdom does not exist right now so not the only not other nope. the only other major theme park is disney mgm studios um which is only which is now Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> um, it opened in 1989. So it was only four years old when you guys went. It was. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to do there. Uh, and looking at my memories from our first visit, none of it's there. So um, we had the Backlot Tour, which was the biggest thing. Like that was probably one of the best. And you go on it and it's really cool because you get to see all these props that are used in Disney movies and then you're terrified because you have no idea what's about to happen when the tram stops it starts rocking and you're in Catastrophe Canyon like as an 11 year old what the heck is happening this truck is coming down off the mountain there's fire everywhere water's coming over the edge and it was all just a stunt and like that, I not, you have no idea. And like, you go on it the second time you're like, Oh, well, just wait, just wait. But when it's your first time ever going on it, Holy cow. I was scared. <laughs> but it was really cool. Like you look at it now as the, the idea behind it all. It was really cool. Um, and then they had right outside there was honey. I shrunk the kids play set you basically feel like you're in the movie. Everything is huge. We, the first time we went to that park was in 90, I forget if it was 93 or 94, but I have pictures of being in there. It was really fun. I just remember 
being there with my brother and my cousin and like running all around and like the ground was made out of that like rubbery stuff. So it feels yes. like a little soft and squishy. And <laughs> and if it's even a littlest bit wet, when you go on the codex slide, you slip and you fall and yes. you cry going down the slide. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me that did it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had a perfect vacation every time I went. Nothing bad ever happened to me. It was always my sister. So all this embarrassing stuff happened. <laughs> Does that happen to Julie? <laughs> oh, no. My dad has had some scenarios at Disney parks. Maybe I should do a show with my dad that's like oh my gosh, top five mishaps because he has like, I mean, situations where blood was drawn. <laughs> Yes. I feel I I'm gonna get a phone call when he hears this. <laughs> um, I'm disclosing all of his like things, but um, so when MGM first opened, Sunset Boulevard did not exist. But so I was never there when Sunset was not there. Like the first time that we went, Tower of Terror was there. It was like the new ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like m- my earliest memories is Tower of Terror and the great movie ride. Oh, my gosh. Movie ride, yeah. I loved going into Ever- the lobby and seeing the ruby slippers and the the carousel yeah. horse from Mary Poppins. That was like... Mm-hmm. I, I'm like excited to go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Like whenever I get out there again, um, like I'm, I'm excited that there's a finally a Mickey Mouse ride. <laughs> like right, oh yeah, anywhere, like literally anywhere. Um, but I will say I am sad not that those things are not there anymore. I know. So funny story about the great movie ride. Sorry, Julie. Um, <laughs> Pretty apologizing. <laughs> Pretty apologizing. Uh, when we went on there, so the great movie ride, you, they take you through all the old movies and Casablanca and Wizard of Oz. So the part of it is a robber or somebody comes and takes over your um, your tram. And the whole point of it is anything can happen in the movies. So at one point, they start like shooting across in this Western scene. And Julie like jumps off with falls off the seat almost cowering down on the ground because they were shooting and she thought they were really shooting at us inside of there. <laughs> yeah, there was I, I mean it's kinda of mean, but it's kinda of, it was realistic. Like it was Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the first time you go on it you're not you have no you, because you that. you have a costumed cast member who's like costumed for the great movie ride. Right. And like all of a sudden, there's somebody who does not look like that. Nope. <laughs> so if you're a little kid, yeah. yeah. The other, yeah. the uh, that that was actually there was only a few opening day attractions at that park because when they initially opened it, they classified it as a half day park because it, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be more. They were trying to really like make it working studio ish kind of. Like they were trying to get like East Coast studios kind of going, mm-hmm. and so the Great Movie Ride was the only the only opening day attraction that still existed up until 
they replaced it. So there is no opening. There is no attraction currently at Disney Hollywood Studios that was there when the park opened. That's sad. Which is I remember crazy. when we went in '93, the night show. So Fantasmic's the night show now, but back then, um, when the Chinese Theater was still there, um, they the fireworks display that they had. I remember this giant Mickey coming out from behind the Chinese Theater. Ooh, was part of the yeah. I remember that. I'm sure we have. I don't have a picture of it, but I know we have it on video. <laughs> Yeah, so that was like so like they were doing nighttime show over the park icon. Mm-hmm. You know, well, of course I know Earful Tower was the park icon. Earful Tower was the real park icon, but most, the Chinese Theater. Was yeah, there. it was the focal right. point, if you will. Right. I mean, there was a lot of there was some there was a there was stuff to do, but there wasn't a lot to do at that park. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, there you know a lot of the restaurants were still. You know, they're still there, like the 50s cafe. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember, that's pro- So, dinner-wise, restaurant-wise, I remember the 50s primetime diner. And I remember having my hat on. Okay, here's my embarrassing story for this. Is, it's not really embarrassing, but my hat was on way too low, and I was coloring on my kids' menu. And I looked up at, at uh, I Love Lucy, and I had to look up really high. My hat's really too low. My mouth's like wide open because I'm engrossed in coloring and so you'll never see the video but there's (laughs) one embarrassing part of me being on that trip and that was how I how I looked up at the tv but watching I love Lucy on it I know I love that place all that for not finishing my veggies yep did you get a clean plate club sticker I did not because you didn't finish your veggies probably (laughs) I did when I when I took Dan when we were older, um, I had to go in the corner and sing I'm a little teapot because I had my elbows on the table. Yes. I, well, we went with my grandma and her husband, and I remember the waitress, like, asking what color was the soap in the bathroom. And <laughs> 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 just, like, my grandma being like, mm-hmm. Do you know? <laughs> like, oh my god! Soap in Disney bathrooms—they're like ganging up on it. Soap? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yep, I do. I oh my god! Souvenir the one year. <laughs> you just like fill a bag. Yep. Put it in a bag. <laughs> sure did. Oh yeah, that is old school. Yeah. Whoa! Well, that is a random, random. <laughs> <memory>. <laughs> I you heard it until you said soap in the bathroom. You heard it here, kids. Disney used to have powdered soap. Yep. <laughs> we can sure. end the show. No, no. <laughs> no idea. Like no idea what it was. So it was powdered soap. <laughs> For you, uh, on your first trip, another park that would have been open was Typhoon Lagoon. It was, yeah. Typhoon Lagoon was. Um, I was a little chicken. I wouldn't go on Humongo Cowabungo. So I sat by myself, waited while everyone else went on that. that so Humongo Cowabungo was the one that went straight down, um, kind of straight down. It was, you know, whatever. Uh, but I would not go on it. So I just sat and waited by myself. Uh, but I remember the um, shark reef. The water was 
freezing. I don't care oh, how yeah. hot it is in Disney in August. The Shark Creek water was cold. Yeah. And you actually got to go snorkeling and uh, you float because the water is just salt. Um, so you don't have to have a life vest on. You have like this super thin whatever that's doing nothing for you if you are in real water. But um, yeah, you. Shark Reef. Yeah, they. I don't know what year that closed. I want to say like mid 2000s. Yeah, it was maybe twenty tens, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you, yeah, I I remember doing that. I did that. Um. I I remember doing it on spring break with my friend. So that would have been 1997. But. Yeah, that water was freezing. And the sharks weren't huge. Like, it was, you know, like, yeah, maybe, no like, shark. two feet or something, like, little right. little ones. But, um, yeah, you would, like, get your little life vest and your snorkel or whatever, and you would, like, float on top of the water, and they would, like, be swimming underneath yeah. you. Yep. I, I, I almost cool. can't even believe that existed. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, it was surreal. And we, um, the, the wave pool also and the first time going in it and you have absolutely no idea what these huge waves are going to do and you're sitting there and you're close to the edge and it just drags you across the sandpaper that they have for the bottom of the water (laughs) (laughs) oh okay well i have a new scarf for my vacation perfect but that lazy river is like the bomb the lazy river was the best yes yeah and you do you never got to did you ever get to go to river country no, it was there, but I do not believe we actually went to it. So, yeah, I only went to it once, and that was on my spring break in 1997. Like, we didn't, I don't know if it, maybe it wasn't our, on our radar, or maybe it was just yeah. too cold when I went, when we went in for our first, like, well, at Disney trip, but it was, right. it was very, well, like, Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer, Swimming yeah. Hole. Uh, the other thing that was there, but I don't think I ever did this either, I'm like 99.9% positive I didn't, is Discovery Island. Yes. That per, yeah, I think that was there all through the 90s. Yes. I yeah. did that too. But I don't remember ever doing it. Um, it wasn't, it, it was kind of just like a little sanctuary. Like you just kind of walk through yeah. like nature trails and there would be like cast members there kind of similar. I mean, kind of like a similar scenario to like walking through certain parts of animal kingdom. Yeah, animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of fun to like take the boat there and do the thing and, but it was not, I mean, right. you weren't going to spend a whole day there. It was like, you know, a two hour thing. Right. And then, yeah, um, it was just something to do on a break day or something. But yeah, now it's just abandoned. And every once in a while, you'll see like a news article of some idiot that <laughs> tried to swim that. out there or something. Um, in fact, there was one yeah. like a couple months ago or maybe like at the end of last year. And, like, the guy actually got out there and, like, took pictures and spent the night. And then, like, yeah. the police found him the next morning. But, uh, yeah, that's that's old. So, that's, I mean, Discovery Island on Animal Kingdom is actually named yeah. oh, for yeah. that actual island in uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. But, yeah, so, yeah, because Blizzard 
beach wouldn't have opened. Now that one opened in '95, so that's right post yeah, first later. trip. But I feel like we went there when we went in 1996. But I, I, I actually oh, yeah, don't think that we did because I think it was because there's always one that's closed in the winter because and because we, cause we right. tend to always go like in the month of February. Um, so I know we went to Typhoon Lagoon, but I don't think we went to Blizzard Beach at that time. But I, I have been to Blizzard Beach probably at least twice. Um, I mean, it has its and I, it has its perks between that and Typhoon Lagoon. Like the wave pool at Typhoon Lagoon is a hundred times better than the one at Blizzard Beach. The family raft ride is a hundred times better at Blizzard Beach than it is at Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah, you have your pluses and minuses. I love the theming of it, though. Blizzard Beach's theming is, like, really fun. So, like... Buffalo Valley. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But I I remember more from Typhoon Lagoon than I do from Blizzard Beach. But, yeah, I'm I'm glad I got to go to River Country that one time (laughs) before it closed forever. I mean... It was it wasn't like the most amazing water park, but we did spend probably like half a day there. And it's yeah, you know, it was like rope swings and kind of like place right. a place that place that's on water. So it was a fun place to go for a couple of hours. And I imagine, you know, that was like probably a real highlight because it for people that were staying at Four Wilderness Campground because it was like right there. Right there. Yes. Yeah. That's much more what it was geared towards. The other thing I will say before we kind of close out is leaving leaving Magic Kingdom, for whatever reason, I feel like we always took the boat in, but we always took the monorail out. Maybe it was just Mm -hmm. faster. Um, I remember being on the monorail and on the way out the monorail goes through the contemporary on its way back to the transportation and ticket center and i just remember Mm -hmm. being like what is happening we're driving into a building we have to stay at this hotel i've literally never stayed at this hotel i'm 41 (laughs) I i think somewhere in my like late teens early 20s I was kind of like meh what is going on with this hotel it doesn't know what it wants to be it's kind of like a random I don't get it um but when I was a little kid I was like we have to stay at this hotel this is literally the coolest hotel that exists on the planet there's freaking trans there's a monorail that goes through it it's just open what if it rains like the questions that i had were never ending (laughs) of course now that i'm older i do want to stay there and i want to stay in the in the tower like (laughs) um when you were on the monorail did you ever get to ride in the front when you were allowed to do that i did um it that was, was actually we did on our first visit was we rode in the front which was really we got a uh um monorail pilot monorail pilot pilot card yes i have mm, a sticker or something i don't know if it was a card uh when i did it but um yeah yes i did uh I, and it was kind of random 
and I was actually a cast member at the time. <laughs> uh, so I was like with some friends and we just asked, like, can we sit up front? Like not expecting them to let us cause like we're adults and there's right. like little kids around, but they, they invited yeah. us to. So that was the, the only time, uh, and uh, you can't do it anymore. No, cause can't. there was a, an accident I think it was like the pink monorail crashed into forget the color yeah, yeah and um, one of the yeah cast member um the driver I think passed away uh yeah. so they stopped doing that which you know yeah. for safety reasons I totally get it yeah but um right yeah it was I, a cool experience when you were allowed to do it it was a really cool experience to yeah see it from a whole nother yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yep, I got yep, I got to do that one time. So yeah. But yes, you, you get thankful for those things you got to do one time before it ended. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And and you never necessarily know. So it's kind of like when you when you go, like I know you want to like go 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 and run from ride to ride and restaurant to restaurant. And, you know, pack everything in, but like, you know take a minute to take a mental picture of like what it looks like because even if <laughs> you come yeah year. even if you go back next year it could be totally different if you go back if you you know if you're somebody who can only go every like three or four years it's gonna be different next time you go absolutely um yeah. well i think that's gonna wrap us up um katie yeah, i want to talk more i know <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here and boarding this very magical and at sometimes random time machine back to the retro Disney days. <laughs> um, why don't you real quick tell people like how they can get a hold of you if they want to start planning their own trip? Where can they find you on the internet? Um, yeah, so uh, you can find me online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com. Um, and there's a link on there that you could send me a message, or you can also email me directly at kfisher, F-I-S-H-E-R. Uh, so kfisher at nyaaa.com. Um, and just, you know, let me know what you're looking for, and and uh, we'll get your memories started on your next Disney vacation. So, and you can also ask Katie questions in our Facebook group and you can, Absolutely. you know, post at, post freely in there, get opinions, share your own experiences, ask questions, um, and just search for Maine and Magic Friends on Facebook and you'll see our group. Um, and I'll also link to that in the show notes over at mainandmagic.com um we definitely love to hear from you guys about some of yeah. your earliest disney memories because i i know i know already we have some like people our parents age like my parents and your parents and people their age in the group so some of them might have been to disney world in the 70s or even disneyland like I would love to know some stuff about early Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me too. So yeah, like you can share your memories, post photos and stuff in there, and uh, and just share with all your new Disney friends. And I think that's gonna be it. 
That was really fun. I know that was. I'm um, talking about Disney. I know. I can't wait. I know. I feel like we could do a whole other show that's like just part by part. <laughs> That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us back in time as we shared and reminisced about our early Disney park memories. Thanks to my guest Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best possible prices, all the available discounts, and the most signature personal service all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com, on Facebook and Instagram at picturesandpostcardstravel, or you can email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now that you've had a listen and hopefully had some of your own earliest memories flooding back, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode, share a story or a photo, and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. So just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash main and magic to join if you've got a comment or question you can also email me at main and magic at gmail.com and you can find us on instagram at main and magic if you enjoyed this episode please take a minute to share it out on facebook twitter or instagram and pop over to itunes and leave us a review thank you so much for listening This is a new endeavor and one that I hope to keep improving at as I learn new tech and I appreciate your support and feedback. I absolutely love talking about all things Disney and anytime is a great time to share a little magic. And of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say, see you real soon.